What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Honky Talk. What's up? It's been a good month off. A lot has happened in the world since we've gone, but we're here today to catch you up on all things honky. I'm sitting here in the honky studios with my main man, the prince of package delivery, and the chief of all things cheese, Mr. Toddy the Body Smith. What's <laughs> T- happening? Toddy the Body. I like What you that. been up to the last month, man? Man, I have been working my abs off. Literally. Working your abs off. Yeah, literally. Trying to work my abs off. Mm-hmm. Trying to get this fat back a little bit. Yeah? Yeah. Trying to pursue other things other than cheese. Hmm. So, you know. That's probably good for your digestive system, I think. Probably. Probably. So, uh, yeah, a lot going on. Uh, today, we're going to talk about a couple of things. We have an honorary honky. Yeah. Our first segment, we're going to mm. go into some headlines, and they're pretty good this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we're going to talk about um, our version of Peter Griffin's What Really Grinds My Gears. Yeah. We're calling it the complaint department. Yeah. So there's a whole segment on us complaining like old dudes. Yeah, because we're old dudes. That's true. And yeah. then uh, we're going to get into some sports with the NBA playoffs and the draft. So a lot to cover today. Like we said before, we're doing this once a month now. It's not... Uh, an every week thing, but I think today is going to be long. And yeah. what we've got is uh, Mr. T. Smith, the producer, yeah. giving you some musical interludes between mm-hmm. uh, segments. So you can actually stop once you hear music and start again a week later, and it'll be almost as if we haven't left you. That's exactly right. Because that's what we do. That's what we do. We, we help you help us. Yeah. Yeah. And we definitely help you help yourself. We're, we're here to give. We're yeah. givers. We we're are givers. givers. We are givers. What can I say? I'm a giver. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I know you texted me this week. Uh, you've got an honorary honky to name. So I, I do. I do. You want to go into that? Yeah. Uh, Mr. John Daly, uh, you are my honorary honky for riding around the golf cart or golf course in your golf cart, a.k.a. The golfer's jazzy round while smoking heaters and drinking diet soda, which we all know has rum in it. But uh, that is pretty awesome, sir. You're the first person to get away with that because they don't even let handicapped people use the golf carts at the PGA level. Now, okay, so is he actually competing in the event? He is. How did he, how did he get them to do that? Um, to get him to use a cart? Well, uh, he gave him the Wilford Brimley, Brimley, Wilford Brimley, sorry. Diabetes? Diabetes and diabetes testing materials. Uh, he needed that on the golf course. Apparently, uh, something's wrong with his leg from diabetes, uh, which is no joke and matter. But at the uh, you know end of the day, uh, they didn't even let a guy that uh, was uh, mangled in the leg. No kidding. Uh, yeah. Uh, use a golf cart to uh play a pga event yeah now we don't we don't mess around with diabetes but here's the thing like if (laughs) we're we're trying to dodge diabetes (laughs) you're rolling around in a golf cart i mean at least hide the cigarette 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like he he yeah. had, he yeah. was he was rolling down the like the the golf course like yeah. he was in a deuce and a quarter. Yeah. With with uh, some Marvin Gaye on the radio and, and the, right. the heater hanging out the window, man. Sipping on Cavassier. I mean, and then I dare you say something because you're getting a cigarette butt flipped at you. Yeah, you will. <laughs> yeah, you will. And a dude like Daly, I bet yeah. his cigarette flipping butt skills oh. are accurate and yeah. far. Yeah. Like he could hit somebody yeah. on the 18th green from like 16. He is the Michael Jordan of flipping cigarette butts. Yeah, I mean, you know that dude's he's got killer cigarettes. It's, yeah, he, he's hitting you in the eye too like it's not even like you're not catching a chest shot you're no. not getting caught in the toe no you're getting caught right now those hope eyelashes are burnt they're yeah. gone yeah you better have on those horace grant goggles b yeah that ain't good <laughs> no sir that ain't good but no, i mean sir. anytime we've got a fat man getting yeah. around the system yeah i mean first of all he got around the system and then he flaunted his unhealthiness <laughs> by smoking Smoking in the golf cart, going from hole to hole. Right. That's nothing gets better than that. True irony, right, right. there. <laughs> True irony. The only thing better is if he would have had some sort of lung problem, and then he was smoking in the golf cart. He was on oxygen. Yeah, that would have been better. That would have been better. Smoking a cigarette with the oxygen. Yeah. No kidding. Wow. No kidding. Yeah. All so, right. Well, that's that's. You got anything else on John Daly before we get on uh, with this? Just that he has the most beautiful blonde mullet ever. And I'm sure that was blown in the wind as he was uh, riding down his Trans Am shaped uh, golf cart. <laughs> WTTA. <laughs> White trash Trans Am. Yeah, you know, I mean, I wonder if his if his golf cart is jacked up in the back. It probably is. It's got like wider, like corvette rally rims on yeah. it and stuff you know he's going from hole to hole blasting skinnered yeah yeah you know that's all yeah. about the skinnered tuesday's gone in the wind <laughs> <laughs> just like his hair right right <laughs> all right all right well um we'll, we're gonna hit you next with some headlines all right So, headlines. This is what's made our show. It has. We, we started out as a uh, hardcore sports show, and then we uh, incorporated a couple of headlines on it, and they kind of hijacked where we went with this show. Well, honestly, we, we got bored yeah, doing sports. Too. I mean, headlines yeah. these days, this stuff, like, I mean, you can't make this stuff up, some of it. It's gold. It's it really cool. is. I mean, you think some of the stuff you see in Hollywood is is crazy. Read read the dang headlines in your uh, MSN or Yahoo. Yeah, I mean, my favorite was probably the guy that showed up nude on the side of the highway with his prosthetic leg on fire. That was pretty good. Yeah. That was real good. It was. It was. Or the two guys sh- shooting each other. That was actually phenomenal. Yeah. That one. That was awesome. You know what's, um, what's you know, best? I saw the... I saw a guy's picture, one of the guys' picture in that. Yeah. And he looked like me a little older. So I'm kind of worried. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to turn out like this guy, drunk and shooting myself and, you know, shooting another guy in the chest with a bulletproof vest. I probably wouldn't bet against it. That's all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, too. Um, So anyway, yeah, we uh, we're always going to do headlines and we've got some good ones for you this week. Uh, I don't know that they're as good as they've been in the past, but they're still entertaining. This first one, though, um, really knowing our audience. Yeah. This is more of a public service announcement. Yeah. Because we know as soon as we get through this, some of y'all are going to jump in and send in an application. Oh, absolutely. Right. So uh, the headline. two in. Right. You did? Yeah. Yeah. Why How's not? it looking? Man, you know, I didn't look the part, I guess. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> okay. So the headline reads, Natty Light. Yes, sir. Is looking for a summer intern. And it pays $40 an hour. And the quote from the article, we're running Natty Light, not your uncle's accounting firm. <laughs> Apparently, you're giving away beer. Yeah. Well, let me read the article. Uh, yeah. Natural Light, or as we've all come to know it, Natty Light. Natty. Is on the hunt for summer interns. That's right. And as I'm sure you've gathered from the brand's mm-hmm. identity alone... Yep. This will not be a typical 9 to 5 desk job. Nope. The company posted a recruitment video on Wednesday to announce the opening and to call on fans to submit their applications. Now, now this is going to be a, a heck of a job for some 17-year-old out there. 18-year-old. I'm guessing they have to be 21 there, Todd, but nobody 21 drinks natty life. <laughs> Just saying. Once you start making more than $7 an hour, it's That's kind right. of uh that's right. Well, well, let's keep reading. Yep. Uh, it's a, there's a quote. Look, I am sick and tired of high quality human beings being overlooked mm. because they're not on the air quotations dean's list. Ooh. Brand brand manager Leon Sol, Sol, Solmani said in the two mm. minute clip. Do we like awesome grades? Sure. But on top of that, we want an ambitious. Scrappy Trailblazer. Ooh. We're running Natty Light. That's right. Not, not your company. Not your uncle's accounting firm. Mm. So, what exactly certifies a candidate as Natty qualified? Okay. Well, for one, you have to be 21 or older. So there oh, you go, Todd. Dang. Um, product for um, product research duties, which yep means you'll be drinking beer on the job. Nice. Here are the other minimum application requirements. Be outgoing, but not annoying. Okay. Be able to spell protractor, protractor, and just be cool. Throughout the two-month-long internship program, it runs June 10th through August 2nd, the intern will serve as as a brand ambassador, Mm. attending events and creating vile... Vi- fire vile content viral content mm. for natty light social channels mm. you'll also update the brand manager hey leon on trends design swag oh. and host a weekly vlog oh nice nice and of course do product research mm. drinking beer is an abs- is an actual job task mm. well if I'm doing an interview with this young man or lady, first thing I'm asking them to do is spell protractor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do, mean, uh, do, do people even know what a protractor is anymore? Well, let's put it this way. I'm giving them about five beers first. 
That's then, true. Then I'm asking them to spell protractor. That's true. That's true. Because yeah. you have to be able to gauge whether this person is going to be able to yeah. hold their natty light, right? That's right. That's right. Huh. huh. Yeah. That I, sounds I, like an awesome job. If I was 21, 22 in college, I'd do this. The thing is, like, I wonder how many of the applicants have mullets. I'm pretty sure 100% of every trailer park in North America has applied for this. Yeah, like, you 100%. know, because you know, kids these days, you got your hipster folks. Yeah. And they're into their craft beer. and. That's right. They're not drinking Natty Light. No, no, they're not drinking Natty they're Light. They're drinking their so. pumpkin spice beer pumpkin spice beer right yeah. so i mean maybe they could look at natty light as ironic yeah yeah maybe it's ironic it could be i don't know so if i'm if i'm billy ray jim bob this is the perfect job for me so do you think natty light is just a hillbilly beer or do you, i mean i know a lot of people in college that drank natty light just because it was light, cheap natty light is a cheap beer it's a beer from uh, a pocketbook necessity. I don't think it's any beer that anybody goes, hey, uh, you got a choice of 500 beers here. Let me get the Natty Light. It's always going to be last on that list. Uh, the Natty Light, when I drank uh, and was younger, was always uh, you got a case plus some for the price of half a case of any other beer. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a step above the beer in the white can with yeah. the black lettering that just says beer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's no Duff, you know. <laughs> there is a Duff beer. I know there is, <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, I I would put Natty Light on that same uh, platform as as Pabst Blue Ribbon. Oh, I think it's a step below the Blue Ribbon, buddy. It, it might be a step below, but I'm just saying as far as the uh, people that drink it. You're not drinking Natty Light for the taste. No, you're drinking it to get drunk, and there's a lot of it for cheap. Right. That's what you're drinking it for. Right. So it's it's probably big at uh, college campuses, I'm guessing. It's big with the high school kids and college campuses. That's for sure. Not that we're advocating drinking in high school. No, not at all. Trying to get us sued here. No, I'm not trying to get anybody sued. I'm just giving them the real. So, honkies out there, if you apply for yeah. this... It's uh, forty dollars an hour. Yeah, that's good money, man. Well, it's only for two months, though. If you're a college kid, who cares? Right. If you're a college kid, that funds your whole year. Right. No doubt about it. Right. Socially. Right. I that's mean, when we were in college, in like dorm. if I had twenty bucks in my pocket, yeah, it was. I mean, I was rich. That's exactly right. Yeah, get that two for two, two for two at McDonald's or the two for two Whoppers at a uh, BK. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Be set. Set. All right. Well, uh, honkies, if you do go ahead and apply for this, hit us up at htalkpodcast.gmail.com. Yeah, we want to know how this process worked. Yeah, so let us know. All right, we got the next headline. Okay. You ready for this? I am. Um, if you have kids listening, you know, I don't know how serious you are with your kids, but you may want to... You may want to skip over the headline, uh, but anyway. Yeah. The headline reads, Furious Mother, quote, squirted her boob mm. at a woman who told her to move while she was breastfeeding 
because it was distracting to her husband. Mm. So she's uh, feeding the kid. Right. And then one table over had probably sat down after her. Right. Lady's got her back to the lady. Right. And then her husband keeps staring at the lady. And wife gets jealous, turns around, asks her to leave. Well, let's see what it says. It says the mother breastfeeding in public allegedly, quote, squirted her boob. That's fantastic, by the way. (laughs) At a woman who told her to move to somewhere private. The incident is said to have happened in a park. In a park. Oh, it was. In, a, it wasn't a restaurant. It was no, a park. Okay. In Dartford, Kent. Mm. So we're mm. in England here. Okay. This week, and later reported on a Facebook forum. Mm. Of course, it was. Mm. The post states to the lady in da- Dartford Park who thought it was appropriate to breastfeed her baby, mm. whilst my child, and to breastfeed her baby whilst my child and easily distracted husband sat nearby. I don't yeah. think it was necessary for you to react the way you did just because I asked you to go somewhere private telling me to F off and squirting me with your boobs. <laughs> that was incredibly uncalled for. I hope you are ashamed of uh, yourself. <laughs> now, was the husband a gym rat? I don't know why. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. of the story we had. Yeah, past story. Gym rat. He, he lifts a lot of weights. He was looking at that breast milk like he should be getting fed that says the post has since caused a storm among locals with many coming Mm. to the defense of the breastfeeding mother Mm. janice holmes said i hope you're ashamed of yourself her reaction may not have been the right way to deal with your ignorance but she has every right to feed her child there if it offended you that much why didn't you move exactly that's my point if you don't like the, the booby out you move. Right. Ciara Bennett added, if this lady told me to stop breastfeeding my daughter and to go somewhere else, I would tell her to do one. I guess that's English for something. Yeah. How sad is it that breastfeeding is seen as a bad thing and now formula feeding is the norm? Good luck to the breastfeeding mum. That's how they say it. Yeah, mum. mum. Uh, who told this lady where to go. Can you imagine getting so mad at somebody that the only thing you can say to them is to go do one? Yeah, that, that we might have to we might have to put that um, in our vocabulary. Yeah. Other, others criticized the husband for ogling the mother and the child. Yeah, what kind of perv does that? Uh, Maybe you get your husband under control. I don't lady. know. I don't know. A recent law protects the rights of breastfeeding mothers who cannot be discriminated against in public by being asked to leave cafes, shops, or public transport. Guidance on the NHS England website tells parents you shouldn't ever be made to feel uncomfortable about breastfeeding in public. In fact, the Equality Act of 2010 has made it illegal for anyone Mm. to ask a breastfeeding woman to leave a public place, such as a cafe, shop, or public transport. Now, does this lady that got squirted with the boob, does she got boob milk on her face and charges pending? Because no. legally, she lost. She broke the law. I think it. I think it just kind of went in a in a different. Yeah. I mean, they just kind of went their different ways. But what, what is it about? Like, I, what is it about people past the fact? To, yeah. uh, talking to people after it happened on Facebook to the breastfeeding woman in public. Yeah. Why, why didn't you just say what you needed to say then? Yeah. 
Why you got to bring yeah. everybody else into it? I I don't know. I just I don't uh, look. I'm a dude, you know. Yeah, I had a goal in life to see as many boobies as I can before I go. But I, I'm not trying to see a breastfeeding booby. And then on top of that, I I'm not a big fan of people breastfeeding in public either. I get it, but I'm not going to come the emails. finish. I'm not going to be the one to tell you that you can't do it because, um, uh, my wife breastfed my kids. You know what I mean? It's the healthier way to do it than give them that rat poison. They call similar. Did you tell her not to do it in public? Uh, she just did not do that in public. I gotcha. You know what I mean? Well, and rightly so, or though. Or if she had to, she went to the restroom and did it. Well, and think about that. Think about your child eating in a toilet. I, I got it, yeah. Um, I get it. I just think there's, uh, you know, before you whip it out, it should be in public or, or in a private setting, in my opinion. But that's the uh, conservative person in me. Well, the other thing is don't look. That's right. If you don't like it, don't look at it. Yeah. I yeah. mean... It's or, not or, like she's right up in your grill. Or move. If you right. don't like it, move. Right. Yeah. Right. If you're the dude, wear sunglasses next time. Okay, well, the next uh, headline comes from our hometown of Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> the best headlines come from Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> uh, let's see. Jail officer fired Ooh. for selling cigarettes to inmates... At $100 a pack. <laughs> Talk about supply and demand. Did they have files in the cigarettes? <laughs> I, I don't know. It says a Montgomery County Jail Corrections officer was fired and investigators tried to criminally charge him for smuggling tobacco and selling it to inmates for $100 a pack, according to Montgomery County Sheriff's Office de- documents. The Sheriff's Office tried to prosecute Byron D. Johnson but could not find... Uh, state or federal statutes applicable to tobacco, unlike alcohol, mm-hmm. drugs of abuse, or weapons, mm-hmm. according to a report obtained by the Dayton Daily News. Reports indicated uh, Johnson, 32, placed Newport cigarettes <laughs> in a mop bucket, and inmates collected them, divided the ta- tobacco, flushed the packaging, and rolled the tobacco in Bible pages to smoke it. Nice. The Investi- good word. <laughs> Investigators worried Johnson was being groomed to provide illegal drugs, the report said, oh. referencing a jail phone call during which an inmate talked to his brother. The inmate tells his brother to take this person to Cheeks Gentleman's Club and buy him drinks, the report said. <laughs> said if he does that, the doors will be open for anything. Nice. Have you been to Cheeks, by the way? Uh, I drove past it a few times. Yeah, sure you have. Yeah. You're, you never went in, though. There's a lot of cheeks and cheeks. <laughs> Johnson's March 4 termination was a probationary release because he was in his first few months as a corrections officer. Great oh. job, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Way right. to make it through that three months there, Chief. <laughs> he was making $17.44 an hour, which in Dayton, Ohio, yeah. is a good job. That was a good job, but he was making a lot more off the cigarettes. I wonder how many packs of cigarettes he was selling. Up you know, there. that's a good question. I wonder how many he cleared. Yeah, because if uh, he was clearing, 
you know, 10 packs a day, that's $1,000 a day plus his hourly rate. That's a good living. That dude's making more money than doctors in Dayton. <laughs> a notice letter from Sheriff Rob Streck to Johnson read, mm. This action results from you knowing, knowingly violating multiple sheriff's office policies and potentially violating criminal law. And the message left for Johnson was not immediately returned. I can imagine so. Yeah. Johnson was interviewed by investigators. Jail staff talked to inmates and surveillance video was reviewed. Mm-hmm. According to the report, how are you going to get fired on your day, day off? off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The sheriff's office you gotta case be report. You got to The sheriff's office case report said a March 3 tip about a contraband led to a search of several inmates and a jail cell. The inmates were mm. transported to the first floor receiving area to be scanned using the jail's body scanner. Mm. Using the body scanner, the staff found a lighter concealed on one inmate. A second mm. inmate was scanned and admitted to the jail staff that he had tobacco concealed rectally. Oh, he was keistering. <laughs> a third inmate was found to have a medical glove that had two bags of what appeared to be tobacco. Wow. I can't imagine being so hard up for something you gotta stick it up your bum. That's tough. Johnson told investigators he only sold cigarettes once the amended once then amended that to twice after acknowledging the stories of inmates about prior sales. Mm. Johnson admitted to having two more packs of Newport cigarettes and one pack of black and mild cigars with him. Ooh, ooh. Red-handed. Yeah. It is against jail policy for employees to carry tobacco. Mm. Okay, this just keeps... I mean, there's a lot of... Man, that guy is selling a lot of tobacco products in there. There's a lot of... A lot more written here, but you guys get the... What kind of dirt bag? I don't know. Looks to profit off the cigarettes by a hundred bucks. I mean, how much is a pack of cigarettes? I don't, I don't buy cigarettes, but I'm guessing either. they're what eight bucks, eight, ten, nine bucks, bucks maybe like eleven. Yeah, he's he's making a killing. Making a killing. I mean, I ain't mad at you, bro. Get your money, but still, right? I mean, I, I, you would figure the inmates could get that from the commissary a lot cheaper. Yeah, I don't think they're allowed to have tobacco. Ah, that's the point. Okay. Well, you know what uh, black and milds are a precursor for, right? Blunts. Yeah, blunts. And if you don't know what a blunt is, that's marijuana rolled up into a cigar paper. So that it burns it slower. Burns slower. Yep. Yeah, so they were they were definitely grooming that guy for bigger and better crimes. So <sighs> yeah. probably a good thing they caught him early. Probably, but... I, I, you know why his phone calls wasn't returned, though? He oh, at, sure. He was at Cheeks. You think he was at Cheeks? Yeah, he was with that guy's brother at Cheeks when they were calling him. Yeah, he the guy's know brother didn't yet. know he was fired, yeah, but he, he allowed know. him to take him to yeah, Cheeks. Yeah. He I'm didn't sure. know he was fired yet. Right, right. <laughs> All right, well, uh, we've got another Dayton story, but in between, Ooh. we've uh, we've got a story of a slanging turtle. Ooh. Slanging that cane. Oh, Franklin. Franklin getting down in the schoolyard. So this is from People Magazine. Turtle. A turtle. Yeah. Not turtle for entourage. A no, turtle. No, no, no. no. A, a real turtle, people. Found by U.S. Coast Guard with $53 million worth of cocaine attached to it. He had that booger sugar. That, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if he, uh... 
if he was swimming to his Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> right? If this was like the Scarface. Yeah. The Scarface of Turtles. Right? You'd never take me alive. <laughs> Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> So let's get on to the story. A giant sea turtle had to be rescued by the U.S. Coast Guard uh, after it became entangled in a rope attached to the packages filled with millions of dollars worth of cocaine. Oh, so it, it accidentally got. Well, that's tied what up. the turtle said. Yeah, that's what the turtle said. <laughs> that's it the turtle story. It ain't my coke. I just swam into the net. I, hey, I was just swimming by. I had no idea. Yeah, I had no idea. I had no idea. That white powder on my nose, I don't know what that is. I either. don't know why it's in turtle skin packages. That, t- that turtle was swimming 100 knots in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> the Coast Guard cutter Thetis, which is stationed in Key West, Florida, was on a 68-day deployment when it came across the turtle trying to escape from the 26 bales of cocaine. <laughs> it was trying to escape from them. What are you talking about? The crew noticed a large debris field on Tuesday while Mm. on a patrol and discovered the turtle stuck among the bales, which the Coast Guard estimated contained over 15 or $53 million of cocaine. Awesome. So not only did the turtle get out of all the trafficking charges, it's now being heralded as a hero. (laughs) The turtle suffered from significant chafing. I bet it did. We know what that's about. Yeah. Yeah. At that, as big men, we definitely know what chafing. That's is. not. That's serious. Yes. The team carefully and successfully cut the lines of rope wrapped around it and set it free, while recovering over seventy-five feet of line. Oh wow! The crew returned eighteen hundred pounds of cocaine to authorities <laughs> once they reached the shore. Eighteen hundred pounds of cocaine. Did the turtle have alligator? Uh, like alligator uh, luggage the cocaine was in. <laughs> I don't I know. I mean, that's a bad turtle, man. That's, yeah, that turtle was, he was on He me. was sending messages to the sharks like, turtle, you don't want to mess with hey, me, man. That turtle had teardrop tattoos on its eyes he did. and everything. He did. He had he an MS-13 tattoo <laughs> on his flipper. Uh, Commander Jose Diaz told NBC News no suspects connected to the Turtles ordeal have been arrested, mm. but sn- smugglers likely left the contraband in a hurry. No kidding. Yeah, you think? They probably felt the heat and got rid of it. That turtle's green with money. Uh, in its most recent patrol, the operation sees seven tons of cocaine oh, wow. worth $135 million. Man, that turtle's so mad they messed up his operation. Yep. He was storing that crap at sea where nobody would get he to He was it. trying to buy a condo in Miami, I think, I up on was. Biscayne. Yeah, Biscayne. He was trying to hang out down there in South, South Beach. Beach. Yep. With all the models and stuff. You know, I was in South Beach uh, like um, two months ago, mm-hmm. and I was checking out, and these three dudes were uh, staying for one night, and they were trying to pay for the suite okay. at this hotel. Mm-hmm. And the suite was $2,700 a night. Ooh. This cat pulled out $2,700 bills and paid for the night. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. He must be one of the Turtles connects. Yeah. I'm sure he knows this turtle. Yeah. If All you, right. If you don't know that turtle. Let's talk about Dayton again. Oh, okay. 
We got another headline, buddy. Our hometown's uh, really killing it here lately. They really are. Yeah. Um, this one's awesome. Ex-Dayton postal worker. Yeah. Accused of stealing boxes mm. or stealing packages. Mm. You got caught stealing boxes? <laughs> what you trying to do, build a clubhouse? Uh, <laughs> I blame the post office for influencing me. Oh, it's their fault. Right. It's your fault. I got fired. One of the two ex-Dayton post office workers who allegedly stole packages with drugs and sold them for money said he shouldn't be singled out because right. other workers were doing the same thing. That's right. The whole post office. Everybody oh. steals drugs. Dang. Desmond A. Polly said Tuesday That's... outside Dayton's U.S. District Courthouse where he is scheduled mm. to be arraigned and plead on Friday. So ain't no reason we should be caught. Desmond's never heard the old saying, snitches get stitches. Apparently not. So now that whole uh, post office has been fired. Sorry about your mail there, people. So, Polly and Tyler O. Mm. Oder. Poor guy. His name's Oder. Who both worked at the U.S. Postal Service's distribution center at 1111 East 5th Street have both agreed uh, to bills of information for stealing narcotics. Wow. Odor pleaded guilty in April and is to be sentenced July 17th. Wow. Uh, Polly, who mm. started working at the post office in 2012, said he didn't regret taking the drug packages. Like, no, he didn't. He made some money. I blame the post office for influencing right. me, Polly said. That's right. It's your fault. It's the post office's fault. They know drug mail is coming through. They know that. And they was letting me get away with it for the longest time. As long as I gave them a couple pills, it was all right. (laughs) Things started to go awry, and the post office put it all on me, and the post office don't get in trouble. That's right. My manager knows. I'm just not getting that. That was my best buyer was my manager. How are you going to turn on me? (laughs) Anthony Van Noy. Polly's attorney said Tuesday he was unaware his client was going to speak about the case. <laughs> I bet he was. <laughs> I told him to shut the f up. <laughs> Polly and Oder were accused in federal criminal com- in a federal comp- criminal complaint of ripping open priority mail packages they suspected, including <sighs> drugs and keeping marijuana and meth found inside. Yeah, I mean, who's reporting that missing? You know what I mean? Right. You can't report. There's three things that you, you're not really technically allowed to ship. Drugs, alcohol. Well, I mean, we can do some alcohol, but uh, money is another big one. So if you ship money and it comes up missing, you're just ass out. I don't care what kind firearms, of money Firearms, too, is probably not a good thing. To- uh, firearms are not a good thing to ship, but we do ship those. Um, they're just a little more restricted. Um, some of the pills are, too. Um, and it's because of people like this that, you know, just break the thing open, crack it open. And guess what? Uh, yeah, that's your pills are now my pills. Uh, crazy, but you know, we had a guy that used to get antique coins shipped to him. And, uh, when you ship antique coins, some of those coins are worth a lot of money, right? Sure. Well, uh, you can only insure those for the face value of it. So if you got a, you know, uh, 1000 bc roman coin or something or ad roman coin or whatever whenever they was around and uh that thing's worth like twenty thousand dollars it's only worth uh 
the percentage that's on the coin. So if it's a two cent coin, it's worth two cents. You know what I mean? Crazy. So this says it's been stinking. It smells in the package. Polly said, "You could just pick up, pick the whole package up, walk out, and no, no one would say anything." Right. Nobody said a word. Court doc- court documents indicated investigators found 12 pounds of suspected marijuana, one pound of suspected meth, and mm. two handguns at Polly's residence. Mm. They also said 15 pounds of su- they also said 15 pounds of suspected marijuana and $15,000 in cash were found at Odor's residence. Polly said drugs in the mail is, quote, never going to stop, and his advice for people is to wrap their packages better because anybody can go through it. <laughs> yeah, hey, look, it's your fault, A, for not wrapping that crap good, and it's post office fault, B, that I got fired because they let me do it. Polly also said the whole post office needs to change. All mm. the employees are messed up, he said. Yeah. Polly said that mail is often mishandled and does not get where it is intended. The mm. post office is just very sloppy. Anybody mm. can work there, Polly said. Mm. The post office needs to be charged for this. Ooh. They they probably do, too. But I'm just saying, you can't blame everything on everybody else. Nobody made you pick up that package and put that in your pocket and walk out with is it. Is this not, like, the biggest millennial thing you've ever seen in your life? This is the most ghetto millennium thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. That's crazy. So yeah. you're stealing. Yeah. It's and you blame you blame your employer. That's right. They didn't tell me I couldn't take that. When I got hired here, they said there was perks. I just figured <laughs> this was one of the perks. Free drugs. <laughs> Free drugs. All right. I'm not supposed well, to ship it anyway, B. On to the last one. All right. You're going to love this. Mm. We've all dated somebody like this. Okay. Maybe not to this extreme. Right. Every day I think that it's good that I'm not I'm 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 not out in the dating world. Mm-hmm. Cuz it's crazy these days. It is crazy with the Snapchats and whatnot. <clears throat> so this headline is woman accused of stalking Paradise Valley man she met online. Mm. Sent him 65,000 text messages. No but, but Sixty-five thousand text messages. Sixty-five thousand text messages in the span of I don't know. Let's get wow. into it. A woman is accused of breaking into a Paradise Valley home, bathing in the homeowner's bathtub, <laughs> and sending <laughs> tens of thousands of disturbing text messages to the man's phone after the pair wow. went on what one date <laughs> once. They went out once. <laughs> that guy's stick man of the year. <laughs> In July 2017, 31-year-old Jacqueline Aids Ooh. was found parked outside of the victim's home, police said. Mm. The man also accused her of repeatedly texting him, despite him saying he no longer wanted to talk to her. <laughs> Officers found Aids still outside the victim's home, not a good place to be. Did you say what did you say her name was? A D E S. AIDS. AIDS? Yes. <laughs> nice. Just like the just like the disease. Right. Mm. Uh when they arrived and told her to leave, shortly after the man started to receive threatening texts mm. from the suspect, police received a similar report in December from the same residence 
but officers were unable to locate her. Mm. On April 8th, the victim called a detective a third time, saying he was out of the country, but saw aides in his home while checking his home surveillance video. Nice. Well, when officers arrived at the home, the woman was taking a bath. <laughs> a large butcher knife was discovered on the passenger seat of her car, Ooh. court paperwork said. Ooh. She was taken into custody and charged with trespassing. This chick was nuts, man. After AIDS was released from jail, mm. she allegedly started sending more threatening text messages to the victim. Nice. Some of the message alluded that she may may come harm may come to him. Oh, you think? Less than three weeks later, the victim called authorities report multiple threatening text messages from her. Court documents said the man also explained they had met on a dating website, and after one date, AIDS became began stalking and harassing him. Hey, it only takes one time to get AIDS. Wow. Yeah. I've been waiting this whole story. Are you making since. fun of AIDS now? I'm not making fun of it. I'm making fun of the fact that... Of her. Her, yeah. 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 AIDS allegedly sent about 65,000 text messages to the man's phone. Wow. The victim said that she sent about 500 texts to him a day. <laughs> In one of AIDS' messages, she allegedly stated, Don't ever try to leave me. I'll kill you. I don't want to be a murderer. <laughs> she also said that she wanted to wear his body parts and bathe in his blood, court paperwork said. On May 4th, police were called to a business in Scottsdale after passersby reported AIDS acting irrationally and claiming to be the owner's wife, police said. The owner of the business is the Paradise Valley homeowner. Hayes was arrested on Tuesday on charge of threatening, stalking, and harassment. You know, you know, she probably had me up to the point where she said she wanted to wear my body parts around and bathe in my blood. <laughs> yeah, you'd have still been in. <laughs> I would have been uh, in up till that. Right. And then I'm that like, would have been that. Uh, yeah. You're Not gonna, the 65,000 nah, nah, nah. text messages. The text messages that's I can just, handle. That's just affection. I, can, I cannot read that. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, you, can't, you can't grow body parts back. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, one last quote. I, uh, AIDS spoke to media in a jailhouse, which is always good during yeah. an investigation. Yep. Um, interview and said, I felt like I met my soulmate and everything was just the way it was. Mm. I thought we would do what everybody else did, but that's not what happened. Uh, absolutely not. Clearly. Yeah. I wonder what the rest of them text messages said. I don't know, man. These that's have crazy. been these have been some good headlines today. They they were they were a lot better than I thought they were going to be. That's for sure. Um, yeah, I can't believe that she. I, I, man, I just don't get it. Why sixty five thousand? Sixty five thousand text messages. Text messages. That is unreal nuts. All right. Well, uh, that's it for the headlines. Yeah. Next, we're going to be talking about. Our, what we like to call our old mech, the old man department. Yeah. The complaint department. Yeah. That's the next segment. So, yep. We'll talk to you in a bit.
All right, folks. If there's one thing I realize every day, it's that I'm an old man. Definitely, we're getting older. Yeah. And as as you grow in age, yep. You start to get crotchety. Yeah, your par- patience wears thin with dumb stuff. And so we figured it's our show. Yeah. Why not give us a chance to complain? Yeah, why not? To you the listeners. That's right. So we've got some things we got some things to talk about. I've got um oddly enough four. Yeah. And you've actually got one. Yeah. So I'll go first. Yeah, Darren's older than me. By a year, dude. Yeah, but that year makes all the difference. I'll have five next year. I gotcha. You know I gotcha. I gotcha. But rightly so, you agree with all these things that he Oh, absolutely. Me. I just didn't think of them. So I'll go with my first one. Yeah, go ahead. And then you can go with yours, and then I'll, I'll finish off. Okay. I'll finish off. Yep. So, LeBron James. Mm-hmm. LeBron James recently had another episode of his show called The Shop. Yeah. Where he had a bunch... He had like 72 people on. Yeah, it was like Pharrell, Seth Rogen. Does anybody find Seth Rogen funny on his own? Nah. I mean, I I don't pay attention. Does he have a joke outside of being like unkept and smoking weed? I don't know. Has he ever made a joke that... He hasn't already made before. Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. No new material there. And, and he's Canadian. Anyway, Seth Seth Rogen isn't my isn't my complaint. It's it's LeBron. Right. I love how Michael Rappaport refers to LeBron's show as propaganda. Because it is. It 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 seems like he's running for office. Yeah. He's constantly pushing himself. You know, on the on the episode before now. We had a long talk about what constitutes being the GOAT or the greatest of all time. Yeah. But he on his episode before this one, he claimed that he was the greatest of all time. Yeah. So LeBron's sitting in the in the barber chair. Self-made. Sitting in the barber chair. Uh, he may or may not have had wine. I don't know. And they asked him about Magic Johnson. Yeah. So, if you haven't heard, if you're not a sports fan, Magic Johnson resigned from the Lakers in a very public way on TV. He did it at a halftime of a show. Right. Like a game. He just basically said, I'm done. Yeah. And I'm out. Yep. So, LeBron, in his propaganda show, was asked about it, and LeBron said, you know, he just got on the air and and quit, and one minute he was there, and... He didn't tell me about it, and the next minute he was gone. Why should he have to tell you, bro? Playing the victim. Yeah. LeBron playing the victim. And you know what's crazy is I've not heard one person from Bleacher Report, Hmm. one person from ESPN, Hmm. one person from ABC, one person from TBS, one person from TNT, mention the fact that it was just a few years ago. A few years. Yeah. Lots happened since then. Yeah. Didn't we have a pro... I seem to remember, and about this time of year. Yeah. We had a program... Yeah. ...on TV called The Decision. The Decision. The Decision. Yeah. And LeBron got on TV... 
Wait, is this the one where uh, they made the big ordeal about ESPN hyped it for like a month? Right. And then he decided to take his talents to where? South Beach. Oh. Does he... Did he what? tell Dan Gilbert, Todd? Uh, I don't did he tell he the did. owner of the cabs? No, nah, I don't think he did. Uh, did he tell his teammates? No. Did anybody know before he told he, the world? Well, I'm sure my, the Miami Heat knew. Well, I'm but. sure the Heat knew. And who, what's the one guy's name? The guy that sounds like a Jay-Z uh, CD title? Magna Carter or something. What's his name? <laughs> Not Magnet Car- Magna Carta. Yeah. What's his Isn't name? Isn't it Maverick Carter? Yeah, that's it. Maverick Carter. That's Maverick him. Carter. That's him. Yeah, he, he probably knew. Yeah. Outside of that, nobody Do you knew. find this extremely hypocritical, though? <laughs> Absolutely. Magic Johnson just did the same thing that LeBron did years ago. And nope. LeBron was flabbergasted that anybody would think that what he did was wrong and now magic did it and lebron's playing the victim to it yeah i don't get that but i mean all you have to do is look at magic's track record with anything outside of the nba i mean he was a coach he, he's like that little kid that gets a puppy and then decides he don't want to take care of the puppy no more <laughs> You know, because he, what did he do? He coached for a little bit, and oh, he was man, like, he's a pretty oh, good I'm business done. Man. Pretty I'm good done business coaching. Man. I'm done coaching. Pretty good businessman. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, look at his record outside of the NBA, one of his playing days, with stuff like this. You know what I mean? He okay, had, so you're taking up for LeBron. LeBron. No, not at all. I'm and just it's saying, totally hypocritical move here. No, I'm saying that LeBron should have known something like this would happen from the history Well, who's to say Magic he didn't? Johnson. That's what I'm saying. This show's yeah. all propaganda. Well, yeah. I You're mean, not the, getting real thoughts here. Yeah. I mean, Magic Johnson just pretty much was like, why am I running this when I have no real say over anything? I, they pretty much brought me in here to be a Well, a that and he man. saw emails that he yeah. wasn't supposed to see yeah. with, with other people talking garbage about him behind his back. Yeah. He was CC'd out. So... He CC'd all that. So, again... I, I was a pretty big LeBron supporter for a while. You was too, buddy. But I don't... I mean, more and more, him claiming I, he's the greatest of all time... I want to say I was probably the only person in America that saw through this act the whole time. Yeah, yeah, you were. You were. I but was called everything in the book. I don't know whether I'm more irritated at LeBron for being a hypocrite, or I'm more ir- irritated... At Bleacher Report, ESPN, and everybody else, for the lack of journalism, nobody I ever heard compared this to the decision. Nobody. Yeah, uh, I've heard a couple people, but not from those organizations. It's been more uh, podcasters and yourself. Um, But yeah, I mean, this is the most hypocritical thing I've ever heard of in my life. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If this was your spouse, and uh, one day they decided to get up and leave, and uh, go elsewhere. I could see how you'd be kind of thrown for a loop on this, but it's freaking Magic Johnson, a guy you never really had a great relationship with anyway. Not to mention, yeah, you had a spouse before Magic Johnson, and you did the same thing to them. Uh, Dan Gilbert, right? Yeah. So let's let's call this what it is. Right. Magic just gave him a piece of his own medicine, and yep. the truth be told. Yep. I think yeah. Magic's more inclined to be able to do that than LeBron is. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
So, yeah, I get it. I get it. LeBron's super hypocritical on a lot of stuff. All right. Well, that's my first complaint. What's yours? Uh, my, my complaint is, is uh, as we all know, I'm a delivery guy, and I see lots of things, do lots of things, hear lots of things. But one thing I don't want to hear is you arguing with somebody over the dang phone while they're on speaker. Yeah, what is with that? And, and I've seen that, and you know what else I've seen? Yeah. FaceTime. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to see their face. Well, I don't want to see who you're talking to. Right. I don't know you or them. What is with that? Why do... I don't know. And it's never like, hey, pick up some eggs at the store. No, nah, it's always yelling and it's screaming. Either that or it's somebody saying, yeah, I got a like a quarter size hemorrhoid yeah. going on. Or yeah, I've got some, some anal super, leakage going yeah, on. Yeah, so, something super private. I don't want to know about your private thoughts and feelings. Well, along with that goes the music on speaker. Oh, yeah. And it's always garbage music. It's always like it's always local. raindrop, drop top, yeah. flip flop. Yeah. Whatever it is they listen to now. It's yeah. garbage music. It is, it is garbage music. Or it's their own music and they're trying to hype themselves up to that's where somebody true. goes, Yo, that's pretty good. What is that? Ain't nobody telling you it's pretty good. What is that? Right. No. No one's Nobody. ever done that. If you haven't been asked that the first two times you do it, just quit because yeah. your music's not good. And it's always in a place that I can't get away from. Right. Like a bus or something? Yeah. Like a bus or yeah. the L in Chicago, the train or... Yeah. It's it's yeah. always some place that I can't escape your piss poor music or yeah. your boring conversation That's or right. you like mentally and verbally abusing your child over the phone. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't you go to school? Who else is home? Like <laughs> like how many kids you got at home? Right, right. <laughs> Jesus. Right. Well, you know what I've I've started to do with nah, that. What's that? So I went into a Mexican restaurant the other day. And it was uh, it was one of those restaurants where two people were kind of at the urinal. Yeah. And then there were stalls. Okay. But there were stalls that covered all the way down to the floor. Mm. So I walked in, and it was a number one. I'm I'm not I'm not giving details of what I'm trying to do in the bathroom. Right. But there was this dude on speakerphone mm. talking in Spanish. Uh, wait. First of all, if you're in the restroom and you're on the phone, just why? Why are you touching yourself, talking to people? <laughs> well, so the conversation was going back and forth. And there I sat, or not sat, there I stood thinking, why am I hearing this? <laughs> so then I had a brilliant thought. And I think we should all do this. Okay. Okay. I started making the loudest fart noises I could. I mean, like, loud. Like, reverberating. And all of a sudden, the guy goes, Okay? Si, en el baño. Which is, huh? Yes, I'm in the bathroom. And then the person ended the phone call. Yeah, because they don't know. Because he didn't, <laughs> he didn't, he didn't guy, know. Yeah, that guy on the other phone didn't know you was touching yourself. Right, right, <laughs> right. Leave me off the phone when you do that, bro. So I think as we walk by these people, yeah. or we should just start making weird noises. Yeah. Or maybe yelling into the phone, like, why are you naked? Or, <laughs> dude, stop touching yourself. Or... You know, things like that, so that yeah. the person on the other end 
Yeah. I mean, and then I dare them to really say, well, this is private. Yeah. No, it ain't private. No. Why was that private? Right. If it was private, you'd be on the phone somewhere in private. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. What else you got? Okay. The next one. Quit talking on your dang phone and loud and obnoxious. The next one is unsupervised children. Ooh. People. I got five kids. You know good and hell well. Mm-hmm. When you go into a public place, mm-hmm. what those pre-juvenile delinquents are up to. Absolutely. Right? You know. Absolutely. You know your kids are going to go buck wilding mm-hmm. anytime you let them out. Absolutely. So if you're at a restaurant or if you're at a you're at a, a place where something's going on in public. I was at a recital yesterday. Okay. And this family had a kid performing, but their kid was only one kid mm-hmm. among 10. Yeah. And they also had two other kids. Okay. And basically, the whole time, mm-hmm. the parents were wrestling the kid oh, yeah. to get them not to run around the room while another kid was performing. Now, I don't know, honkies, if you've ever performed in public. It's nerve-wracking. It is. It is pretty nerve-wracking. And to have some little pissant mm-hmm. running around the room. Yeah. Like, why did you bring them? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I said, you know good and hell well what's going to go on. I mean, you give that yeah. kid enough time, yeah. he's going to find dynamite and blow the place up. Exactly. Right? And, and all the sugar you fed them before you got there ain't helping. So it's music people. The music people are in charge, and it's all about, like, you know, the show and everything. Mm-hmm. This kid, they had a door at the back of the room mm-hmm. where the musicians would walk through up to the stage. Okay. This kid takes one of the chairs, sets it dead in front of the door. Nice. Now, this kid is four years old. Okay. So he had trouble dragging the chair over. Right. It took him probably three, four minutes to get this done. Nice. Where were the parents? Oh, sitting there. Cell phones. Yep. Yep. Not paying any attention. And then somebody has got to tell this mother and father... Get your kid, Duke. Yeah. Get your kid. Hey, hey, your kid is dragging a damn chair across the uh, thing, making a squeaking noise while my kid's trying to perform. Right. It's yeah. all in the videos these yeah. parents are trying to take. Yeah. Your kid is running in front of the video. Your yeah. kid is, is screeching like a bird. That's right. Your kid is standing on chairs. That's right. Get your kid, man. There's always that one kid at every function, too. Every function. Every single function. There's that one family with that one kid, and you just wish that one family just for once did not show their kid Let me tell support. you what it takes. This is what it takes, Todd. Yeah. This is how complex it is. Okay. I'm sorry, folks. Bleep me out if you want to. Yep. Sit your ass down. Set your ass down. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's what I was going to say. Set your ass down. You know what? That worked with my dad. Yep. That worked with his dad. Yep. That worked with you as a dad. Yep. That worked with your dad. That yep. works with you, and that works with me. Sit your ass down. 
you gotta be believable when you say it though absolutely absolutely you can't can't be on your cell phone checking out your instagram uh models and telling your kid the hey uh i'm gonna need you to sit down now okay oh wow yeah yeah that's exactly what's happening yeah if yeah. you've got... you got to give them the look. The child version of Ted Bundy. Yeah. It's probably better to leave that kid at home. Absolutely. But you don't show up and then not pay attention. Not at all. you got to pay attention. You got your Idiots. future serial killer running around this place. Yeah. Wreaking havoc. Ooh. Set your ass down. That's exactly what needs to happen. All right. Here's my next gripe. Here's the next one. I get when you and your wife are with child, it's an exciting time. Yeah. I get that. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, absolutely. Proud of you. Yeah. Very proud of you there. Yeah. In the words of the jerky boys. Yeah. We, we got to cut this over celebrating out, though. You notice, like, Christmas starts before Thanksgiving now. Yeah. And you notice, like, this this goes along with Bridezilla. Yeah. Where you got to have 72 different events before the wedding. Like, I'm coming to your wedding. It's bad enough you're taking a day out of my life. Right. Now you got to take six, seven, eight. Yeah. And by the way, joint showers. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. You don't do joint... Maybe a joint baby shower because that's kind of cool. You get to take the dude away, and but joint wedding, joint wedding showers, really? Yeah. Here's here's my beef, people. Yeah. If you're having a kid, yeah. You find out the sex of said kid. Yeah. Send me a text. Yeah. Yeah. It's three words. It's a boy. It's girl. a girl. Right. That's it. We don't need no cupcakes with blue or pink in the middle. That's right. We don't need any exploding mm. exploding things with pink powder or blue powder coming out. I don't need to come to your house and um. sit around while the, quote, anticipation is building. And every time I've been to one of these, uh-huh. every time, uh-huh. they can't have the game on. Oh, no. No, no you got to sit around away. and talk about their yeah. kid on the way. Yeah, that takes for away an from hour. them. That's exactly right. It's all about us now, boy. We got you here. That's half the battle. There's also no alcohol at these things. Nah, because the pregnant wife came. i tell you what. i tell you a secret. I went to one once. Yeah. I had some drinks before I went. I bet you did. Why would you go there sober? I mean... Nobody went there sober except for the lady having the baby. I mean... Even the husband was sauced It was up. like... It was like in July, and they didn't have the air on. Ooh. 
Uh, furthermore, it was a potluck. Mm. So everybody mm. brought their stinky food in in the yeah. 80 degree house. Yeah. And there wasn't mm. enough places to sit. And as yeah. a fat guy, if there's no air, TV, yeah. good food, yeah. and a place for me to park yeah. my oversized behind, yeah. Yeah. Th- that's just bad. Yeah. But then for this me to. got to hurry up. For me to sit around and yeah. act like I'm interested in yeah. what the answer is here, look, there are some people. I want to know. Are you having a boy or a girl? I right. got to tell you, though. Here's a secret. A secret. It's like 2% of the people in my life. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I'm yeah. not interested in most of what you guys are having. Right. There you go. I mean, just keeping it real. And, and you know what? Yeah. I'm not any different than anybody else. That's right. Half of the people, three quarters of the people... I'll, dare I say it, 90% of the people there yeah. are just there because you made them feel obligated to show up to your stinky, hot potluck. That's right. That's right. Let's call it what it is. Send me a text. You know who I blame for all this? And I know we're going to get some emails on this. I blame feminine men for this, uh, for allowing this to happen, because uh, this didn't happen until what about three years ago gender yep. reveals so i'm blaming it on square on this generation of men you know once the baby's born yep it's all about the baby well well wait 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 wait, wait. why are we even having gender reveals now if you're gonna let the baby decide for itself what it wants to be oh here we go now we're getting political i'm just saying i don't care what that baby wants to be with two percent of the with yeah. more with 98 percent of the people i know i don't care what that baby wants to be <laughs> i don't care I don't care. The game's on, Duke. The game's on. I cannot sit here any longer and act like the like it's just building. Like I can't wait. Speaking of the games on, okay. We all, not to change the subject, but we all know women just don't care about your game. All right. So my daughter's birthday was last last Sunday. Which happened to be the day that Kawhi Leonard hit the game winner to send the Toronto Raptors into the next round. Yeah. My wife waits till 4.2 seconds left in the game to decide to do ice cream cake for my daughter. All right, everybody sing. All right. Happy All right. birthday. Hey, hey, hey. Turn that off. Turn to that off. You. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to pause the biggest shot. In, the in NBA, NBA history, probably. Well, up to this point in Toronto Raptors history, obviously, and uh, I had to watch that in replay. But <laughs> so, so yeah, women just don't care about our games. Man. So the last one I was at, they waited an hour and a half mm. into this godless uh, party uh, to announce, and mm. as soon as they announced. Yeah. I leaned over to my wife and I Let's said, can go. we now get the hell out of here? I mean, seriously. Let's go. Right. And you can't like just get up and leave right then. It's got to be like a 20 minute process. Nah. You know what I mean? I suddenly got diarrhea and I told the whole room. Oh. I, I got, I'm out. I got the bubble guts. Sorry. I got the, I got the craps, man. I got to go. <laughs> I got that uh, whatever came out that balloon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that pink splatter there. I got, I got to go. All right, I got one more. Okay. Green apple splatters. 
What's with the donations on Facebook for your birthday? Oh, I hate that. I get it, but at the same point in time, I don't because nobody was going to give you anything on your birthday anyway. Right. Why, why right. all of a sudden, now that we're friends on Facebook, you think I'm going to send a donation right. in your name somewhere? Right. Right. Get what that. did I get you last year? That's the same thing I'm giving this donation. I'm going to give you double of nothing. Yeah. That's what I got you last year. I'm going to get you two of those. Let me get you point zero zero. I mean... Nothing. Look, I, I'm sure that it raises money for a good cause. I'm sure it does. But there are two people on this podcast that mm-hmm. give money... Yeah. ...regularly. Yeah. Like, you want to pull my statement? Yeah. I'm not bragging here, but I do no. give money. Yeah. United I Way believe takes in it that. out of my paycheck every week. You know? Yeah. We give money. Give money to the food pantry. I, I don't want to give money to the llamas. No. No, I'm not trying to help the sea turtles traffic any more heroin or right. cocaine or whatever it is right. out there in the Atlantic. Like, I'm already marketed to enough. Yeah. I don't need to be marketed to by you, Duke. Yeah. How about you just go ahead and make some donations to whatever charity you want, and then you can claim it next year on taxes. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Do, do you think the people doing this, do you think it makes them feel like they're really doing something? Um, I think there's a small percentage of people that do that, and then there's another small percentage of people that think, well, this is going to help, so I'm going to do this, but it don't make them feel one way or the other. Right. You know what I mean? It's kind of like Facebook pressure to do it. Right. Everybody else is doing it, so I got to do it, too. You yeah. know what I what I do, though? What's that? When I see somebody does that, and it's been around for a while, yeah. and they've got a goal of, like, $500, yeah. and, they've, and they've raised, like, 15 yeah, I laugh out loud. Oh, I'm sure. Don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. That tells you what kind of friends you got. <laughs> <laughs> the realest friends. The realest friends. Well, and, and let's be honest. If we go back to the last one. Yeah. Where I say there's only like 2% of my friends. Yeah. That I want to know what kind of baby you're having. Yeah. There's probably only 2% of my friends that I'd actually donate money for too. Absolutely. So it's kind of the same premise here. And not only that, but if it was going to them for something... I'd be more inclined to donate it than I would just donating to a charity that I probably already donate to anyway. Right. You know? So, yeah, I get that, too. All right. Well, I feel better. Do you? Did you get all that off your chest? I did. All right. I did. Next next month, you're going to have the gripes. Yeah, I might have to come up with some gripes. So, uh, that's it for this segment. We are going to move on to talk about the NBA final or the NBA playoffs. Yeah. And the draft. All right, there we go.
I'm going to go out on a limb here. Are you now? And I'm going to say what everybody else is thinking. I know, I know mm. you're surprised by that. Mm. The NBA playoffs are yep. better without LeBron. Um, I think this year's playoffs have been the best playoffs I've seen in a long time. It actually got me reinvigorated with NBA basketball. Because me too. Of, every year for the past 10 years has been a foregone conclusion that LeBron's going to make the finals and lose. Right. You know? Right. So this year it kind of gives some hope to some different teams. And uh, I think some of these players have really stepped up in the playoffs this year. Does, does the caliber of the East basketball lend itself to – the fact that the East really wasn't that good and LeBron had a pass? Or does it lend itself to LeBron was that good and he just made his way through? I think it was the uh, first. Uh, I definitely think that the East is a weaker basketball conference. Everybody's been telling us that for years anyway. And it's pretty much he's coasted through. I mean, because look at some of them Cavs teams that he's taken to the finals. They've been terrible. Do you think do you think his Lakers team this year was was worse than some of the Cavs teams? No, I think it was better than some of the Cavs teams. Okay, but I think the East with the addition of Kawhi Leonard, yeah, with the um with Giannis's game growing. Yeah, Giannis is year. actually really good. I actually sat down and watched a game with him. I didn't realize how good he was. You know he lives in a two-bedroom apartment with his parents. That's what I heard. Yeah. And like the first game, he didn't have a ride. Yeah. To the stadium, so he got on a bike, I guess. No, I didn't and, hear that. And rode his bike. You know, something I heard uh, this week about Giannis that I was real impressed with. Um, I want to say it was Jason Terry was telling a story. He played with him his rookie year. Uh, they lost a basketball game, and uh, right after the game, um, they couldn't find him. Nobody knew where he was at. He had ran 15 or 20 minutes away from the stadium to the practice facility and was in there practicing after a loss. Yeah, they asked him if he was going to take this summer and work out with LeBron or work out with um, KD. KD, And he said, no. He said, I don't want to be around those guys. I want to beat them. Thank you. Thank you. Giannis. That's what made Thank the old you. generation great. Yeah. Um, so you got you got him coming on. Mm-hmm. You've got. Um, well, you got the Sixers. They're. I mean, they're they're a hot mess, but I mean, they're still. I mean, we could do coming. a whole segment on the Sixers. You talk yeah. about an overhyped mess. Yeah, and you got the Celtics. Are always going to be there. Uh, Celtics were an overhyped mess man, this I'll year too. You, I'll tell you what. Uh, the Pacers are looking halfway decent. Uh, Who's the guy they got in that trade with uh, Paul George? Veladipo or something like Oladipo. that? Oladipo. Oladipo, yeah. If he wasn't hurt this year, that may have been a different story in the playoffs for them. Okay, here's a question for you. Okay. More overhyped. Okay. Ben Simmons or Kyrie Irving? Well, at this point, I think maybe Kyrie Irving might be a little more overhyped. I was singing his praises too earlier in the year, man. You talk about yeah. a propaganda machine there. Yeah, uh, Kyrie Irving to me is Scottie Pippen. This this generation, Scottie Pippen. He's a good number two, and he's a great player, but he's never going to be the man that puts you into a championship. 
Well, it's it's hard to argue that him coming back wasn't a deterrent for the Celtics. They went further right. last year without him than they did this year. Right. Well, it changed their whole game up. He's a guy that needs the ball in his hand most of the, most of the game, whereas... Much like the guy he was trying to get away from in Cleveland. Exactly. So his game kind of, to me, kind of was a detriment to him. Uh, I think they'll be better once he leaves because I think he's leaving. Uh, I don't know where he leaves. I've been hearing Knicks. I've been hearing Lakers. We'll see. Um, if he goes to the Lakers again, it's just going to be Cleveland West. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, let's talk about Simmons and Bede and uh, Simmons is terrible to me. I just don't get the hype around that guy. Maybe it's just because he's seven foot and he can dribble. You know what I mean? He can't shoot. He's got to get in a gym this summer. He's got to. With a Ray Allen. Reggie Miller's already been on the record and said he would work with the guy on a dang jump jump shot. He needs one. Uh, The guy's only taken, what, like four three-pointers his whole career? Yeah. I mean, it's terrible. I mean, especially in today's day and age. You know, probably 20 years ago, that dude would have been sweet. You know, he would have been a decent player because they didn't take threes like well, that. Well, can st- he can't even stop and pop. All he can do is drive or pass. Drive or pass. That's it, man. Yeah. How uh, about how about the other guy? What's the center's name? Embiid. Embiid. Guy's always hurt, but he always talks crap. Got a stomachache. Like, how are you going to talk crap and then just not show up to the fight? And then cry. And then yeah, and cry after you done talk crap. This dude elbowed somebody in the jaw and laughed about it. And then you know cried I mean? when they let when they lost. Yeah. And then expect everybody to Woe I, is me. I, I, these teams, I, I think the the Sixers are just like the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh yeah, they, yeah they're Oklahoma East. Yeah. E- huge highlights. Yeah. Big dunks. Gonna trash make, talking. Gonna make the playoffs. But they get in the playoffs that. and then get smoked. Yeah. Can't right. pull it together. Yep. Talented, ego-driven basketball. Yeah, if it wasn't for Jimmy Butler, they wouldn't even been in that game seven. Right. Yeah. And he's right. gone. Speaking of somebody else gone, he's gone. So, um, what'd you what'd you think about the draft this year? Well, I want to talk about Dame Dollar, too. Oh, yeah, let's get into some Dame Dollar, because that dude's a killer. Yeah, and he had a quote where they asked him about pressure. Yeah. I sent this to you, and yeah. it basically said, pressure is, we play a game. Yeah. Pressure is the single mother who's trying to keep the lights on. Pressure yeah. is, you know, people who have real stress. This is a game. Exactly. This is a game that we get paid a lot of money for. I tell you what, that got my respect. Yeah, absolutely. He, he put that uh, in proper perspective now, for people. they aren't going to beat Golden State. Nah, not at all. They need another – they need somebody else there to help them. Him and McCollum, they're spending too much on the uh, offensive and defensive. They need end. a third stud. Yeah, they definitely need a third stud. They got some guys there that can – that are nice pieces, but they're they're not that guy. Right, they're they not. Need, they they can't carry guy. the load. Right, they need a guy. If I was KD, I might look at Portland. Why Portland, not? Portland would be a nice little situation to get into. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Do you? I, I mean, and if you look at KD, he's kind of a child emotionally. 
he gets he, real sensitive when people tweet about him. He he might want to pick a secondary. You know, I could market. probably tweet something negative about Kevin Durant and get a reply back. That's how sensitive that guy is. Well, I'm a nothing to this guy, and he takes what I say serious. And if you look at Brooklyn, yeah, Brooklyn, Boston, one. yeah, New York, yeah, they will eat him alive. Absolutely. So yeah, you're maybe you're right. Maybe a secondary market is the way to go. I think that uh, his Golden State move was a safe one. The the free agency is going to be interesting because you got a lot of big names. That may be on the move this summer. Ton of big names this summer. All right, let's talk about the draft. What did you think? Well, uh, when the lottery was happening, um, me and you were exchanging some texts, and I said, "Watch somebody like Memphis win the win the lottery, and not not uh, the Knicks." And then I put something about, "Well, what if the Lakers get up there?" Because you know. Everybody thinks the lottery's fixed. A anyway. lot, a long time rumor is that it's fixed because of the Patrick Ewing. Right. So uh, I was expecting, just like everybody else, that the Knicks would probably win this thing. Um, they didn't. Uh, the Pelicans, <laughs> whose who star once out of town, still, still, even with the uh, the Zion coming in, and then now they're being linked to. Uh, story saying that they're going to trade the rights to Zion somewhere to hope to hope and keep uh, AD. Why? Trade AD. He's older. Yeah, the Pelicans have some p- nice young pieces. Yeah. If you could get, get some uh, more nice young pieces. I mean, if you could get a like a Terry Rozier mm-hmm. and a uh, Jason Tatum. Tatum Brown, something like that. Yeah. And then uh, have them play with Zion. Yeah, yeah they're not going to win next year, but you give those guys two or three years, man. Tatum's a star on the rise, man. Right. He's great. Right. Or go the other way. Go Ingram and, and Ball. I think Ball would be uh, – you know, I, I bust the ball of balls, of ball a lot, the ball boy. What? what? Yeah. I, I, I give the guy a hard time, but he's, he's, a, he's a decent point guard. He's not, you know, my favorite player, but he can distribute the ball. His shot is just ugly. Yeah, he can do, he can do some nice things on the court, and I think he would be a nice addition to that team, especially with a Zion Williamson. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, so let's do our picks, man. Who's who wins it all? I still go with Golden State. Hard to go against him. Is it going to be Golden State and Milwaukee? I think so. How many games? We'll go six. Golden State and six. Yeah. And then does do, does Golden State get demolished this summer? Does Clay go? I think Clay stays. No, I don't want to say KD stays. I think they stay the same. Wow. Yeah. I think we're I think we're due for a big shakeup. I really do. But don't ever dis don't ever doubt the fact that millennials are scared. Yeah, I, I actually listened to Cowan Cowherd this week, and I don't listen to him a lot. Yeah, I don't listen to him a whole lot, but he says that uh, he had received a text message the day I listened to him, like 15 minutes before the show, from a uh, NBA player, a veteran that had been around the league for some years, and he says that KD to the New York Knicks is a done deal, and he's already calling players to get them to come play with him mm. in New York. Who ends up with LeBron? 
I, I to be honest with you, I kind of think that Kyrie to LeBron has some heat. I think that may happen. The only thing is, Kyrie's an East Coast guy, so I'm, he's I'm, always won in New York. That's where he grew up. He's always wanted it, but uh, I don't think New York wants him as much as he wants New York. I think uh, they kind of want uh, who's that kid in Charlotte? Kemba Walker. Good ball player. Yeah. Underrated for sure. Very, very underrated. I think that's who they go with as a point guard if they do go go that way. But uh, it would be very easy with the free agents that are coming out this year. This is probably the biggest free agent pool in the, the NBA history all in one year. Uh, it'd be real easy to create a nice team that could win next year if you're any team in the NBA that – is willing to pull out the pocket, you know, pull out your pocketbook. All right. Well, if you guys have thoughts, if you honkies have thoughts, hit us up at htalkpodcast.gmail.com. I believe that's going to do it for today. Well, I had a, I had a quick thought on the NFL process, okay. draft process. What's that? Why don't they do a draft lottery, but, but do it like this? When you get there, the bottom 15 teams or teams that didn't make the playoffs all go into the ping pong ball. And nobody knows the draft order. So you pull out a ping pong ball. Oh, Oakland Raiders, you're now on the clock. You go get your guy, you know, and do it like that. Are you suggesting there's a problem with the NFL draft now? No, not really. I just think it would be fun just to do it like that. Like, hey, you, you know what I mean? It would add some intrigue. There's no doubt about that. Man, it's a TV show. Why not add some more to the TV show? That's true. You know, if you don't know what order you're picking in, that kind of makes your uh, – I'm actually trying to give people jobs here. That makes the scouting department a lot – you got to have a really good scouting department <laughs> if this is going to happen. <laughs> so I just thought it would be an interesting idea. I heard Dan Patrick and his uh, crew kicking around the idea of the NFL doing a, a draft lottery. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of like it that way opposed to, like, the NBA does it. And then, you know, for months who, who you're going to draft. You know yeah. what I mean? Whereas yeah. this way, you know, it's kind of a crapshoot. Just because you had the worst record doesn't mean you're going to get the number one pick. That's a good point. It, would, it, would, it might get rid of tanking. I saw that somebody, somebody wrote when uh, – What's it called this Gasol? year? The the guy Gasol, yeah. it's not Powell. It's the the Mark, brother. Mark Gasol. Mark said when the Pelicans got the number one pick, well, there goes tanking. Yeah, it's like ah, yeah, it's still a percentage. You still want to yeah. get the biggest percentage possible. It's yeah. still a number, Duke. Yep, I think that cures it all. Everybody gets one ball in there if you didn't make the playoffs. And guess what? Uh, from the playoffs up, you go in the order you you get knocked out of the playoffs. So if you lose the first round, you go, you go per you know loss, and then everybody else gets thrown in that thing with one ball, and that's how you go. There is no odds. Mm. You don't get no extra balls. You get one shot. You know. Mm. Okay, Eminem. So. All right. Well, uh, that is uh, that yeah, is all got, we have today. I got to go. I got mom's spaghetti all over my <laughs> sweater. <laughs> You'll have to join us next month when we talk about – we haven't really figured out what we're going to talk about yet, but I'm sure a lot's going to happen in the next 30 days. Yep. And we will update you on Facebook. Uh, if you have any feedback on this show, on anything we've talked about, htalkpodcast.gmail.com. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll see you when we see you. Honky out. Honky out. <laughs>